Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. And with that, I say this. He's 10 and 2. Stetson Bennett should not be in the Heisman conversation, and neither should Max Dugan. Nice. Play to work sports. What up, world? Hey, another episode, Late to Work Sports. What up, Vince? Hola, como esta? That, that sounded like, uh, I would say, the, the widest um, accent I've ever heard a Spanish person try to si, use. But si. <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> uh, hey, we got a pretty good show, man. It's definitely... All football. I was going to say heavy football, but let's just go ahead and be real. It's all football this week. So if you don't like football, it's okay. Just sit back and listen still and check it out. You'll learn some things, hopefully. And uh, maybe you have some arguments or some questions. You can jump into our Discord or something later and we can have these debates. Don't argue with me. I always win. Oh, my God, this guy. (laughs) Anyways, anyways. So, hey, Vince, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's do this. So, we didn't really decide which one we were going to do this, NFL or college. We argued the whole time about it. So, I'm just going to say, let's just, I I, I think we got a lot more college. So, I'm going to go NFL first. Um, Uh, We did agree on that. What are you talking about? That's right. We did agree. So, with the (laughs) NFL, with the NFL, um, I guess we just started off right. What you think? Oh, you want you want to go ahead and do take five? Take five. All righty. Thursday night, the Buffalo Bills head to New England to play the Patriots. The Patriots would take an early lead, but once the second quarter would come around, it was all Buffalo. 21 unanswered points by the Bills and the Patriots' lack of third down efficiency would prove too much for the Pats. Bills win 24-10. The Steelers head to Atlanta to play the Falcons. This will be a close game the whole way, but with another week comes the same lack of ability to throw the ball by the Falcons. Pickett would get it done when he had to step up, and the Steelers would win 19-16. Green Bay versus Chicago for the all-time winless team in NFL history, a record that has stood with Chicago for over 100 years. This game was all Chicago through three periods but no one told the Bears you play four quarters in the NFL. After 18 points scored in the fourth, the Packers would put the Bears away and take over the record and win 28-19. Jaguars head to Detroit to play the Lions, except they didn't really go there to play. The Lions just came in and steamrolled the Jags. They scored more points by the half than Jacksonville would score all game. Golf would have one of his best games of the season, and the Lions would win 40-14. Jets versus Vikings. The Vikings cruise to an early lead and take it to half, 20-6. However, Mike White would throw for over 300 yards, but with no touchdowns and two picks, that will hurt you every time. They make a late push, but it's too late for them. Vikings win 27-22. 
Commanders go to play the Giants in the Meadowlands. Back and forth, back and forth. This game was one for one. In the end, it would be a tie, and they would head to overtime 20 to 20. Well, after an extra quarter, the final would be 20 to 20. Tie ball game. Titans at Eagles. A.J. Brown's first game against his former team, and he would just ball out. Eight receptions, 119 yards, and two touchdowns. The Eagles would look like their early season form and cruise to an easy win, 35 to 10. Broncos, Ravens. This game was horrible offensively, but not because the defenses were crushing it, because it was Russell Wilson versus Tyler Huntley. Lamar would go down in the first and lead the game with an injured knee. With 31 seconds left in the game, we would see our first touchdown scored. Ravens win 10 to nine. Browns head to Houston. This would be Deshaun Watson's first game back and heading back to Houston. He wouldn't look good, but he would get help from his defense and special teams. What do you expect when he's coming off of 700 plus days without playing? Browns win 27-14. Seahawks take on the Rams. This game was much closer than you would expect with Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup both out of the game. It was close leading to the fourth, which would see 20 of the 50 points scored. In the end, Metcalf would catch the game winner and the Hawks would win 27 to 23. Dolphins head to the West Coast to play the 49ers. Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Whew. Brock Purdy would take the reins after Jimmy G would go down with an injury. He would also become the first Mr. Irrelevant to throw a touchdown pass in NFL history. In the end, the Dolphins could not keep up with the 49ers and San Fran wins 33 to 17. Bengals and Chiefs in Cincy. Joe Cool is undefeated against Patrick Mahomes. Would it remain that way? Going into the fourth quarter, the Bengals were down 24 to 17. Not a high scoring affair many thought it would be, but it was full of excitement. Late in the fourth, Kelsey would fumble, which would set the stage for the Bengals to win late, 27-24. Chargers and Raiders, I guess someone told Derek Carr his career in Las Vegas would be coming to an end if he didn't get to playing better because he seemed to get it together, throwing two touchdown passes to Devontae Adams. Jacobs would also rush for 144 yards and a touchdown, and the Raiders would win 27-20. Cowboys versus Colts, nothing to say about this game. It was closer to the fourth, and then the Cowboys would score 33 points to the Colts, zero. Guess the honeymoon is over for Jeff Saturday. That's right, no more Mr. Sunday. 419 Cowboys. Saints head to Florida to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday night. With three minutes left, the Saints were leading 16 to three. But their defense forgets to play and finish the game, I guess, because they would allow Tom Brady to come back and win. Yes, I said win. 17-16 Buccaneers, and Tom Brady becomes the all-time leader in fourth quarter wins, and that is it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, Vince. What uh, we want to dabble in first? Uh, let's let's talk about the Saints game here. Yeah, it's fresh on <laughs> my mind. How you let this man this, come back with three less than like, three minutes? Have you not? Have, have these Saints ever watched the Super Bowl? Like, I, 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 how do you how do you do that? There's no <laughs> three minutes. I don't care if that man's fifty years old. If he's still playing, he's still Tom Brady. Three minutes, bro. You're telling me it, you couldn't run the ball and burn off three minutes. 
Now, I, like, I haven't broke down the play calling, but, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not a dumb man, but three minutes, you run, run the ball, ball, right? You're leading. You run the ball. Got a, like, got a decent kicker. There, 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 you're, you're, there's no way you can not tell me that you let this man do that to you. Like, how? How you let this man do that to you, man? What is this the Saints or the Falcons? Who am I watching here? Can can we can we um give Brady his flowers just a little bit here because he's been in the league for almost fifty years. I'm exaggerating, but you you get where I'm going. You ain't this exaggerating. Year. This man has seen almost everything. I'm pretty sure this man was throwing bombs to Jesus. Yes. Yeah, one handed Odell style, which we'll get into in a little bit later. But we should know enough that there's, there's a handful of quarterbacks in our generation, right, mm-hmm. that we know that we don't want to leave that much time on, on the clock, right? I'm just going to name off a few. I'm going to name off maybe five. Josh Allen. These are the new guys. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. If those those five should keep defensive players up all night and defensive coordinators, I'm going to tell you up until the last year, up until he left Detroit, Matt Stafford half of Matt Stafford's wins. Yes, that guy too. At one point, half of his wins came in fourth quarter drives. Oh, and, and let's not let's uh, honorable mention here Eli Manning, with or without his Eli. helmet sideways. Yes, with or without. Oh, okay. that, it was a question, you, but okay. No, no, with or without. <laughs> Look, if he can, if, if, if he can see him or not, okay. <laughs> Jeez. You know. Well, which by the way, Danny Danny Dimes, you'll never be, you'll never amount to Eli. But he's got faster wheels. Well, don't need the wheels, but <laughs> my game that I was uh, talking about that I, that that really sticks out to me is the uh, Cowboys and Colts man. I. Did not think the Cowboys were as good as they are. They scared me, man. And obviously, each week's a different week, right? You can lose. They've obviously lost more than one game this year, right? So, you can lose at any time. However, their defense right now, their defense is putting up more points than some offenses. I mean, I know because I have them on fantasy, and they rack up for me every week. I mean, they're a monster defense. 33 points to the Colts, zero. That's a whole game in the fourth quarter, man. 33 points. Now, I didn't really break it down here, but I'm just scanning my notes as I wrote down. And uh, I'm going to let you know that if the Cowboys had only scored 33 points in that fourth quarter, right, no more, just those 33 there would have been the only teams that would have scored more points than them in a whole game would have been the Lions with 40, the Eagles with 35, and San Fran would have tied them with 33. So they tied for the the third highest scoring team if they didn't score another point, just those fourth quarter points. That's nuts, bro. It is. They also play the Colts. Um, that's a dumpster fire for one. I thought maybe Jeff Saturday had it turned around, but I guess not. He does not have it turned around, and that's 
and it's not his fault. No. Like, like this dude was in, he's working for ESPN when he got the job. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it, I get it. It's just the cult. I'm a big fan of Matt Ryan. We've talked about this on the podcast before. You can't turn around the offensive line in three weeks. That defense is atrocious. Matty Ice running so, for his life, and he can't run. Yeah, he can't run. So I give them credit for winning. You are they're like Bill Parcells is is famously spoke on. You are what your record is. You're as good as your record says you are. Yep. You're as good as your record says you are. So I bet Matt I Ryan, them, when he left the Falcons, didn't think he was going to go to a team and have a worse record. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here and say this here. This is a hot take. Oh, I love him. If Matt if Matt Ryan was with the Falcons, the Falcons would be leading the division right now. Oh, hands down, hands down, because with Marcus Mariota, he can't throw, and that leads us to this game. Marcus Mariota needs to sit down. My thought, the coach needs to sit him down. You got to put in Desmond. You got to put him in there. You take him. You put him in there. I get it, right? We're probably. I mean, it's a, it's going to be a stretch to make the playoffs right now. We're two games behind. You, you, y'all game are not. Is, yeah, y'all, y'all are not making. We're it, man. Game, I, I hate uh, to put it that way. I'm not. I'm, we have the easiest schedule on down the stretch, but we're a game and a half behind right now. I'm gonna tell you, you're not winning it with him at, because he continually overthrows his receiver. Receivers, I mean, he got Kyle Pitts hurt. He threw him and made Kyle Pitts where he threw him, had to stretch out, and he got his knee bent back. You know what I mean? I've seen it happen. It was uh, it's, it's the famous saying, you got to throw and get your players down. You When you throw in the middle, they know they're going to get hit. You're, it's your goal as or your job as the quarterback to keep them from putting them in harm's way. And Mar- Marcus Mariota can't do that, man. He got him hurt, obviously. And but you got you got Drake London who I'll be honest with you I was not super sold on him when we drafted him. Um, there was many other players that I would have wanted to go after, and mm-hmm. they went for him. Whatever. But you're not even using this dude, man. I mean, at this rate, the dude's not even. I mean, through 17 games, he's not even going to break 17 games. He's not even going to break a thousand receiving yards. I don't think. Yeah. And that's a problem, man. That's a problem because. He you you he was super high pick, and you can't get him the ball because you overthrow him. You throw to Zacchaeus and everybody else more than you throw to to uh, to Drake London, and I just don't know, man. I just don't know. But they got to sit him down. You let the new kid come in. You let him get some some playing time. You let him try to you know get his feet under him and stuff like that, and uh, and you see what happens, man. What's the worst that happens? He doesn't do well. Okay. Yeah. We're right where we're at. Drake London has 533 yards on the season, just so if you're curious. 13 games, 533 yards. It's sad. Yeah. Um, there's one game I did want to talk about. What's that? Uh, the 49ers-Dolphins game. Yeah, your boy, your boy. Purdy. Yeah, Mr. Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant. Yes, sir. Uh, he I, went to uh, Iowa State. What a great story. He's and he's undersized. He's six one as a quarterback. Undersized. He's taller than both of us. Yeah, but he's undersized as a quarterback in the NFL. Don't tell Drew Brees that. He, 
He barely, he barely can see over the line. He's come on. Are we really about to compare this guy? To I'm Drew just saying, Brees? don't tell Drew Brees that he's undersized at six one. Oh, okay, okay. He don't okay, want to hear okay. it. Right, Drew Brees don't want to hear it. Yeah. So there is a potential matchup there with the Cowboys in the playoffs. And the 49ers are a very physical team. They're known to be physical. Cowboys win. Sorry, go ahead. Cowboys win in San Francisco? I think so. Mm. You disagree? I disagree. Uh, I... Cowboys don't like getting smacked. They don't. They don't like getting smacked. And if we're going to leave the ball in the hands of Dak Prescott to win the game, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on that. You got Bosa over there and that, that hellacious defense. I think the 49ers are ranked the number one defense right now, aren't they? Or in, at least in the top five. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're top the, five. I don't, I couldn't tell you who's number one, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I think that's a matchup, <laughs> and then there's also a possibility of them playing the Bucks. The Cowboys playing the Bucks in the in the. The Cowboys destroy the, the Bucks, bro. Oh, God. I don't know. Destroy the Bucks. This is that that one be interesting to see because Brady in the playoffs is completely different, <laughs> and you give this man time to actually plan for you. That's I mean, and, and the playoffs is about matchups, and yes, the. 49ers are the best defense in the um in the league. So the I was just about to tell you what I'm looking at, and this is just this is just fantasy points, but the number one defense is the Cowboys, the number two is 49ers. Either way, no matter how you cut it, no matter what stats you look at, both of these defenses are the top two in the in the in the league. So the 49ers have, have um have the least points scored against. Yeah, but that could be in the league. But how many points do they? How many points do they score? Dallas, I guarantee, scores more points than them. It's one of the things, man. It's like, what do you tick for tat? You know what I mean? Both both teams. I think both offenses are are clicking. Both defenses are clicking. It'll be. It would be a good game, man. I still pick the. I still pick the Cowboys, but you know the Cowboys have choked before, so you know what I mean. Who knows? Wow. What? You can't just say wow and then go quiet on me. I'm just very interested as to what are the turnovers for the Cowboys. They have 12. What are the turnovers? What do you mean? Like how many times they turn it over? No, like... How many... This is interesting. How many picks has Dak Prescott thrown? I I didn't think he threw that many. There's no way he uh, threw that many. I couldn't tell you. He has. He's thrown seven. Uh, in seven games, he's averaged an interception every game. Well, nobody said he's top five. Uh, but He's top ten. Maybe. I'd have to think about it, but maybe. He's, he's top like, half. He's top, yeah, he's top he's, half. Yeah, yeah, we'll give him top half. But I mean, I don't think Dak Prescott's a bad quarterback. I just don't think that's – I wouldn't have paid him the money he got. I can tell you that much. That's one of the tricky subjects. If you let him walk, can you get somebody 
better than him or at least as good as him. I think Cooper Possibly? Rush can do the same job. I, I, I mean, no, I think he's, stop he's, it. He's a game manager, like well, no, he's he's like a a safe game manager of like he's the safe game manager in in like the same image as Tony Romo, like because Tony Romo's Dak a gunslinger. No, 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 Cooper Rush. Dak Prescott think, don't take chances. I think, uh, and when he does take chances, he gets turnovers. You think Cooper Rush is a gunslinger? No, I said Tony Romo is a gunslinger. Oh, okay. I I think Cooper Rush is the safe version of Tony Romo. Because I I, I put Tony Romo in in, um, Britt Favre in the same category. Britt Favre, okay. Yeah, they'll they'll sling it. They don't care. (laughs) What what, what did uh, Chad Ochocinco say? He's... He used to call his coaches at like twelve o'clock at night and be like, "Hey, I'm open," <laughs> and then hang up. Yeah, I'm open. Jeez. Oh, well, what about the uh, what about that injury report? What you got for me? Well, injury report. I'm gonna go with uh, the, the. This is a huge one, and it's not necessarily somebody that got injured. They're coming off the injured reserve, and that's Tyron Smith for the Cowboys as the offensive tackle. That is a huge addition to their offensive line, and one of the biggest holes because I believe that the offensive lineman that was there is a rookie right now. And what is his name? His name is Tyler Smith. I was I wanted to make sure I had the name right. Tyler Smith. He's a rookie. So this is a good. This is actually a a very good pickup or uh, addition to their offensive line. He did well. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, Tyron Smith, man, come on out. And then the next one is Lamar. And what I've been reading here, Jonathan, is that he has a PCL sprain. Um. I've had an MCL tear, so I don't. They're not the same kind of injury, but they hurt. Anything in the knee hurts. Uh, you've had knee injuries before as well, so mm-hmm. in my opinion, I sit him for three weeks. I'm not bringing him back until I feel comfortable with his knee, because this kind of reminds me of what's his name, Robert Griffin. This reminds me of that, and sitting him's rough though, because right now they're eight and four, tied with Cincy for the lead of their division. We both said Cincy's winning the division. Let it go, guys. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, Baltimore's undefeated in the division, and Cincy's one and three. They are. So, I don't know, man. I you don't have nothing know. to lose at that point. Then. I just, need three them, games? I just need them Colts to win the AFC South. Come on, Colts. What? <laughs> Did I hear that right? Let's see. Uh, let's see other injuries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the scratch. Look, I was about to click over to the dangle stats. Uh, this one is the biggest injury here that is very detrimental to San Francisco, and it's Jimmy G, and he has a broken foot. However, they're saying. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's funny to me. I think you giggled a little bit earlier when we were re- uh, talking about it. He said that he may return this this year, but for the playoffs, for the playoffs, playoffs. But the, time, the timetable for the foot injury 
that he has is seven to eight weeks. That's two months. It's December 6th. So what 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 is the only game that he can play in? Super Bowl. <laughs> Big dreams, baby. <laughs> hey, when you punch a ticket for the Super Bowl at week 13, what you want from me? I'm just saying, man. Oh, my God. gosh. Oh, God. And then this is another one that um, – Came about as we were doing our sound check this uh, this this evening. Check it, check. That the Cowboys are concerned with Odell Beckham Jr.'s progression in his knee injury. Um, said there is a possibility of signing him. He had a two-day visit with the Cowboys. Um. They're thinking there's no benefit of him being with the team until the next calendar year. He has not progressed enough. Which I think I don't really think that that's much of a blow for the Cowboys, to be honest. Because do you think that it, it would affect the chemistry just a little bit? Having him there, yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, he's already vibing with everybody, so maybe. But I don't see a benefit in bringing him on unless you're worried about somebody else getting him. But the Giants. thing about it is, like, everybody else is going to do the same thing. They're going to mm-hmm. be apprehensive, all that. So I think you, uh, I think you let it go, man. I think you just let him go right now. And, uh, you know, either he'll get back to form where he needs or, hey, good luck to you. I mean, My if thoughts. we're going to be. We're going to be honest, it's, it's an ACL injury from the same knee. He did it during the Super Bowl. It's not even a year a year to the date that he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. I don't think Odell is pressed to be with a team right now. He's not really, I mean, he wants to be somewhere long-term. Well, he so, needs to worry about his knee then and stop worrying about going to NBA games. Yeah, and trying I agree. to party and trying to be seen and trying to get kicked off of airlines and stop, man. Well, I think that airline issue was was stop they partying. Was, they said he was drunk. Yeah, and, he was partying all night in Miami. Yeah, yeah and I mean, then he got on there, got stupid. They told him, you know, they're going. You know, they go through the whole thing. I mean, you know, you know how it is. They we flown a lot, you know. And he was going through the whole thing, and they said they tried to talk to him, and he was basically just acting like, don't talk to me, you waste my time. To which I guess it escalated. He showed his butt a little bit, and they kicked him off. It's like, no, I mean, it's their airline, bro. Like, you got to behave, even if you don't want to, even if you want to. I mean, I don't want to take my headphones off when they're talking to me, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm trying to get to my destination, too. So that issue won't do it, it won't. Deter anybody from signing. No, him. not it, at all. It, it it happens all the time. I mean, if Deshaun if I, Watson can do his thing and get signed with a fully guaranteed contract, Odell will get picked up easily all yeah. day long. Yeah, all day I long. mean, I think I think the next team that picks him up will probably sign him for three years, and then he'll probably end his career after that. I mean, it it will be, it will behoove him to do that. Man, the dude got famous off one catch. Yeah, that's wild. Because really, if you look at his I've game, if you look at it, if you're looking at his game film, he's not that like this star-studded receiver out there just crushing a game in, game out. He's had some rough years, you know. He's had some great games. Don't get me wrong. He's had some good years, 
But is he, uh, you know, is he one of those top tier wide receivers year in year out? He wasn't, but he stayed relevant, man, because he could make some wild catches. Yeah, and I have one more injury that um I wanted to talk about here, and that is Anthony Brown. He is the Cowboys one of the on the opposite side of Diggs. He is the starting cornerback for their defense. He tore his Achilles. Ow. Yes. So I always that, wonder how like I always how how do you tear that? You know what I mean? Like I think well, about it and I'm like, how does that happen? Well, I had a master sergeant that I played basketball with in Quantico and he tore his Achilles during one of our baseball uh baseball basketball games. And he worked in the same building as me. I saw him the next week and I said, what happens when you tear your Achilles? So I'm explaining this and it sounds a little bit gruesome. He said that it feels like, you know, that, that muscle that, that, that connects from your heel all the way up to your calf. Uh He said, it feels like the bottom part of that muscle that's connected to your, um, to your heel, it shoots up into your calf. He yeah, said that, well, he said that's, that's the what same it, way with tearing muscles. When you tear a muscle, like actually a gym tear, it does the same thing. What yeah. it does is there's always so much tension on it, it just rolls up. Picture it like those little horns, it's a little party horns where you blow and you blow it and it goes, and it like rolls out, and then when you yeah. let it go, it rolls back up. That's what it does. Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like I never want to experience that, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, no, no, I'm not trying to have my stuff rolled up. So No, that's crazy. That's crazy. But that's all the injuries I had, though. I mean, I, there's not really much going on. I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers has his broken thumb, which he's – I mean, it's almost healed. Now, they're on the bye week, too, so that's going to be interesting to see. I, I, I still think they don't make the playoffs, even if they went out. So – should be interesting to see, but that's all the injuries I had. All right, Dan. All right, Dan. Well, let's uh, let's transition it to uh, the college world then. And uh, before we get into anything with the college football playoffs or anything like that, let's talk about this Heisman. So, first off, the uh, four Heisman finalists they got released, and. Uh, a lot of them were, you know, as people expected. Um, but the big one to me, anyways, is the fact that they Hennon Hooker was not there. Got left out, man. And I have not 100% dug through the stats, but I am going to tell you that Probably, without even thinking, he has better stats, I would assume, than Stanton. So, why did he get snubbed? I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, That he would get, he wouldn't get invited, yet you would have... I get it that, you know, the top team in the country right now, but it's like, but he's, he's not crushing it for them. You know what I mean? Hendon Hooker was out there just going crazy. How did he not get invited, bro? 
record. That's the only thing I can see is record. It, other than that, though. Which is garbage because the Heisman is the best player in the country. You know, and I know more goes into it than, than just being the best player, but that's what it's labeled as. The top player in the country. So... I mean, if we're talking, I don't know, most valuable player, if you take both of those players off their team, what is their record? I think if you take both of them off of there, they're, I don't think the record would be great. So that, that Nolan voids that. I think that if you took both of them off, Tennessee would be nobody, really. And Georgia would still be somebody. That's my yeah. opinion. I, I, I still think that Georgia would be a dominant team without Stetson Bennett there. Yeah, they're running. Georgia's a running team. They definitely are. Um, I don't know. I don't think that he should have been left out. So Is that, there only – can you only have three finalists there four, or something? Four, four finalists. So here's what the Heisman. The Heisman is giving to a player whose performance best exhibits the pursuit of excellence with integrity. So mm-hmm. it doesn't say who leads their team to the national championship. It doesn't say who is on the top team in the country. Because here's the thing, right? If we're going to say, well, you know, maybe they left him off because of this, or maybe they left him off because of that. Well, all the people that were invited, um, all the people that were, uh, yeah, if you look at, man, it's got USC's Caleb Williams, right? And USC is 8-1, and one, right? Um, Eight and one. Whoa! What the hell? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I looked at it wrong. Uh, okay. That's conference. That's conference. <laughs> I don't know why the my thing flopped from overall to conference. Okay. I, so they're eleven and two. <laughs> they're eleven and two. Tennessee is ten and two, right? So then you look at TCU, Max Duggan. Obviously, you know they just lost their first game. Um, you look at CJ Shroud, Ohio State. They've only lost one game, and then Georgia Stetson Bennett. They have not lost, so I I get it, but it's like, come on, man how how does he not even get included in there? USC's ranked tenth, tenth. Tennessee's ranked six. I got one for you. What you got, Michael Penix? Yeah, that was the other one. That was who I was looking at. Was that, uh, that one, all right? So, and with that, I say this: He's ten and two. That, Stetson Bennett should not be in the Heisman conversation, and neither should Max Dugan. And 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 um, Hendon or Herndon? Herndon is that his last name? Or Hendon? Who? Which one? Tennessee. Oh, uh, Hooker. Oh man, you done messed me up now. Hendon Hooker. Yes. Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Hendon <laughs> Hooker should be replacing. Max Dugan or Stetson Bennett, and then Michael Penix should be replacing the other guy. Because those two dudes, Michael Penix threw for 4,000 yards. 
had That's 29 a touchdowns. Hendon Hooker's only got 3,100. Yeah. 29 touchdowns. He had seven interceptions. His rating was 155.5. Why is this man... Hold on. I don't, I don't think he's a... He's not a runner, is he? I'm going to no, tell you right I, now. I I'm looking... Runner. I'm going to tell you right now. And the quarterback rating... I like. I personally like using quarterback ratings because I think quarterback ratings... That's a formula that's supposed that is designed to tell you how good they are at their position, right? Mm-hmm. So Stetson Bennett's quarterback rating is a one fifty four point six, right? So Hendon Hooker's is a one seventy five point five. Yep. So why? There's a couple of snubs there. I don't. I, I, oh, oh boy, there's a couple of snubs there. There's two. I, off, off rip. There's two. That man. Both of those young men should have been on, like at least in consideration. I don't. At at this point, I don't even feel like they even gave them a consideration. I don't think so like, either. And yeah, that's what bothers me. I mean, I mean, I'll just put this put this perspective right. Hendon Hooker's throwing 27 touchdowns to only two picks. Seth and Bennett's thrown 20 touchdowns to six picks. Yeah. He barely has, and he has more games too. Let me put that out there. He barely has more game or more yards thrown than Hendon Hooker. And he has thrown more interceptions. He's got, Seth and Bennett's had seven rushing touchdowns. So with his passing and rushdown, or passing and rushing, He's got just as many passing touchdowns as uh, Hendon Hooker has. Mm-hmm. But you look at Hendon Hooker, Hendon Hooker's got five rushing touchdowns as well. Yeah, and Michael Penix has four. That's what I'm saying, man. It's definitely a favoritism, and that's what I don't like. I don't, uh, that, that's definitely favoritism. Speaking of favoritism here, my guy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama did not get favoritisms this, this Alabama! <laughs> they did not get favoritisms <laughs> They did and I, not, and I am happy about it because I think the the four teams that are in the CFP right now are, are the correct teams. Who are those four teams? Let's go ahead and put it out there because we haven't TC, brought that up. We got Georgia at one, uh-huh, Michigan uh-huh. at two, yep, TCU at three, mm-hmm. and Ohio State at four. That is correct. And to me, anybody that would try to argue otherwise, there's no argument there. There's none. And in my opinion, here here's why, and and everybody's gonna say, well, you know, competition, this and that. You're gonna have any excuse you want. Here's what I'm gonna tell you. Pretty simple. I say it every year. If the teams are undefeated, let them get in. Every other sport, they don't look at strength of schedules. Every other pro sport, right? And and I can't speak to how they do it on like college level across the board. But all pro sports, they look at, they don't look at strength of schedules. Hey, it is what it is. They look at who has the best record. And if you look, undefeated Georgia, undefeated Michigan, TCU, one loss, Ohio State, one loss. Nobody else has lost one game or less. Those four teams have the best record. Every other team has lost two or more games. I don't think strength of schedule should account for getting into this 
this current CFP. I do think when it goes to 12, there should be some kind of consideration because I start thinking about college basketball. So we'll get to that in just a minute, that new one. But yeah. who? what is your prediction? So right now, the way it's set to match up, it's going to be Georgia versus Ohio State and Michigan versus TCU. I think what it's Georgia is your and Michigan. Project? I do too. I think it's Georgia and Michigan, and I think that it's going to be a close game in the in the the championship. But I have Georgia winning by five. I think all games are going to be close in both you, times. I think. Wait a minute. I you think, think you think TCU has a chance against Michigan? I didn't say they'd win. I said close. You can keep it close and still never have the lead, man. huh? I don't. I think that's going to be a – they're going to knock all the hair off of freaking TCU. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sold. I'm not 100% they're, sold. They're going to knock – and then I'm going to tell you this right now. Georgia and Kirby Smart and that defense has probably watched all the game fill from Michigan. The Michigan-Ohio State game. Maybe. Maybe. But you've got to think Ohio State's going to have a little bit of chip on their shoulder because – I'm sure people said they shouldn't be them and TCU shouldn't be in there. Both of them deserve to be there. Plus, based off based off record. Plus, if it's me, if I'm Ohio State, I know if I beat Georgia, I get to face probably Michigan. I want that rematch. You know what I mean? I want it. Ohio so. State against Georgia in Athens or in in Atlanta. Yeah, I I, th- I still think Georgia's gonna win. It's gonna be literally in Georgia's, you know, home yeah, turf. Because I didn't know this, and I just found this out a couple of days ago. If you have the number one seed, you get to choose whether or not you want to go to Arizona or go to Atlanta. I didn't know that. <laughs> that was that was very interesting for me. Oh, uh, of out. course we wanted in Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I, I, I got the I got the number one seed. Why would why no? We're gonna go to Arizona. Why would I want to take it? Yeah, I'm trying to get that home field advantage, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Well, ultimately, I think Michigan wins it all. And I don't think par- so. And part of me is just because I don't want Georgia to win it again. I got, I got a couple Georgia fans that are just, you know, just make sure they tell me about how great Georgia is every chance they get. And uh, I'm talking about you, Ronnie. I know you're listening to this show. I'm talking about you, Ronnie. So, uh, and you better other news. San Diego State made a bowl game. Shut up, God. <laughs> hey, how about your hot take of them being ranked at the end of the year? Huh? It's not over with yet. <laughs> you stop it. It's stop not the final rankings. It. Is, yes or no? Is it the final rankings? Oh my God! Calm down, Cecilia. Jesus. Yes or no? Is it the final rankings? <laughs> they ain't gonna be ranked, and they lose their bowl game. Wow. I got, I got some choice words for you after this freaking podcast. Uh, hey, well, speaking of college uh, football playoffs, the expansion does not start next year, but it starts the year after that, 2024. Why? why? I don't understand why they didn't start it next year, personally. And in but, the accounting world, I don't understand why you're holding off on revenue. I don't understand either. I don't get it, but, yeah, it's starting uh, – it's starting, like I said, not next year, but the year after. 12 teams. So 
from what I uh, seen, the six championship winners of their bowl game or of their conferences will get in, and then it is the sixth in order ranked from there on out. So, for instance, if it finished up and it was Georgia number one and Alabama for whatever reason didn't get in their conference championship, but they were ranked like second or third, they would get in, but. They would not get a first-round bye. If TCU, who's ranked sixth, won their championship, they would get the first-round bye. So now it pays to win your conference championship, but it allows you to get in if you don't win it as well. So I do like it a little bit better. Um, I think that's the way to do it. Did I say that right? I don't know why I said the first six. I messed that up. I am sorry. It's not <laughs> six. It's four. You okay the there, Chief? Four, huh? You okay there, Chief? I don't know, man. The first, the four main um, conference winners, it's going to be the four and then the eight after that. So the four will get a first-round bye, and then the other eight will obviously face each other, and then they will play the next four, and then so on and so forth. But, yeah, I, I think you heard me get it on there. I'm all about it. I love it. So yeah, they need, they need to go and get get the show on the freaking road there. I mean, like, I, what are we waiting on? I mean, excited. the Rose Bowl. I don't tell you this much right now. The Rose Bowl wanted special treatment for um, for, for like for them to be part of the the, the the college playoff or whatever. They wanted preference of when they would host a game. You are not that special. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm I, well, the Rose Bowl is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, bowl game. I get that, but and that's you the know. problem. That committee that puts on that Rose Bowl is high and mighty. You know what I mean? Are you sniffing themselves a little too much? Some, well, something, something, something. Yeah. So, yeah, yep, yep. Sounds like the whole FIFA scandal all over again. I think somebody needs to check into the Rose Bowl. <laughs> well, which is on on Netflix, by the way. You should watch it. It's a good. I haven't Good watched document. it yet. I'm gonna have to check it out. So. It's it's interesting. I will say that, guys. If y'all have not watched that one, you might want to watch that one. I didn't know there was a whole bunch of stuff going on with Qatar actually getting the World Cup this year. Hmm. I didn't either. So now you're gonna make me watch it. Yeah. Well, one more thing on a college then that we got before we transition to anything else, and that's your boy Neon Dion. Mm-hmm. He uh he left Jackson State and took a job at Colorado. And there's a lot of uh comments going around about that and all this and that about him leaving. I don't I don't have an issue with him leaving per se. I do think a lot of the stuff that he said and did now it kind of puts a little bit of like uh uh it's it, it it looks a little suspicious now. Some of the things you said, because it's like, did you really mean that, or were you just saying that? But that's neither here nor there. The big thing that I had an issue with Vince, and and you may not have had an issue with this, and it may you may have had an issue with the first part of what I said. He shows up to Colorado, and he starts talking to the players there, and he tells them basically. Go ahead. He doesn't say if you don't like, you know, if you don't want to be here, do this. Uh, he tells them, get in the college transfer portal. Get out of here, basically. 
and that's how you introduce yourself in your first conf uh your first um meeting i guess team meeting not conference team meeting you you're telling your current players get out of here go in, go into the transfer portal and then on media day when he's talking about them he just go ahead and give the starting position to he says yep his son's coming with him and He's going to be a starting quarterback for Colorado and hence to his other son being safety. But then, of course, he realizes what he said and he goes, oh, oh he's going to have to compete for the starting job. Of course, of course. We know better, Neon. We know better, Dion. We know better. You're going to give it to him. But I, and, and, I, and I, I'm going to be honest with you, I can't 100% blame him. It's your son. But if he's not better, then you don't give it to him, obviously. But he's going to have a little bit of a, Leg up, I guess you could say. But I had an issue with him rolling into the lock, to the to the meeting and telling the players, get in the transfer portal. Get your luggage ready. Get out of here. Uh, well, I watched the video. That's not exactly how he said it. He said if you – he said he basically said, I have 10 guys coming here. And he said, if you want to hit the transfer portal, portal go ahead and hit it. I don't know um, if we watched the same video. I don't remember I anything about them. no 10 guys. Yeah, he said he had 10 coming. The one I've seen said he was bringing his people with him. Mm-hmm. And so you can go ahead and get in that transfer portal. That was the one I said. Yeah, he's given them opportunity. He laid it out for them if they needed to ask any questions. Um, I have no problem with this whatsoever. If you, you want, I mean, hell, the, 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 the quarterback for the one of the, one of the 10 quarterbacks for Colorado this year, he's in the transfer portal, which is another thing that, was actually reported today over a thousand college football players have entered the transfer portal since Dion decided to go to Colorado. 1,000. Uh, it's been two to three days. I don't know if that's, I don't know if he's got a big part of it. I don't know though. I'm going to tell you, here's the thing, man, right? When he, so when he went to the Jackson, when he went to Jackson State, right? And uh, everybody was talking about it and stuff like that. And he got the, the number one recruit in the country to come join him. I think it was last year. And everybody talked about it and everything. I'm going to tell you what, man. Why wouldn't you want to go play for him? Especially at a college that is a lower com- competitiveness, not competitiveness, a lower skill level per se. They aren't competing. At the, they're not going to go compete in, in, in the SEC, which is fine. Why wouldn't you want to go play there with this dude? This guy, and not only that, I will say, Dion taught, I really liked the, the fact that, and maybe it was where he was at, he was afforded that opportunity a little more because less pressure from like, you know, being an SEC coach and you got to succeed. Blah, blah, blah. Jackson State didn't have expectations that were high. He comes there and he's able to start doing stuff and he's teaching, you know, people that that grew up maybe in a rougher environment, people that maybe grew up, you know, with hardships in their life. He's showing them life lessons, man. And that, I'm going to tell you what, I think Dion is kind of a... a can be very arrogant and very full of himself. But I really respected that he did that. 
because at the end of the day, being a coach, yeah, that's a job, right? And everybody can say, I'm invested in my students. I'm invested in my players. I'm invested. That man really invested his time in. Maybe it was just all a show. I don't know. If it was, he fooled me. But that was huge. That's a, that's very big to me. That's important because, like I said, some of these people, you know, they didn't grow up with a with a dad in their life. You know what I mean? They didn't grow up in a, in a good situation. And he was trying to teach them. So that's cool, man. I love that. I'm all about it. So we'll see what he does with Colorado. I don't really personally like the way he handled Colorado, but that's Dion, though. I'm going to tell you, that's Dion if you ever wanted to sum it up. He made sure he told him his luggage was Louie, by the way. Yeah, I'm, um, he's referencing the players he's bringing when he said Louie, but. No, he said, uh, he's talking about his luggage. He said, I'm bringing my luggage with him. And then he paused and he goes, it's Louie, by the way. Yes, he was talking about his players that he's bringing. He said, I'm bringing my players with me. I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louie, by the way. Maybe. I, I, I don't remember him saying anything about he's bringing his players with him, but. I watched it late at night too. I may have been falling asleep during it. Who knows? Yeah, I, I watched it like at two o'clock this afternoon. Um, so I'm going to talk about the impact that he brought um, to Jackson State, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to also talk about Jackson State and HBCUs afterwards. So the economic impact that he brought to Jackson State or Jackson, Mississippi as a whole, thirty million dollars in profit to the city of Jackson, Mississippi. Nine million for the 2022 Jackson State University homecoming. Four million for the Boombox Classic. He recruited the number one class in HBCU history. He signed the first five-star recruit to an HBCU in HBCU history. Most number of quality prospects to commit to HBCUs in history in 2021. Television and media, ESPN TV deal with SWAC, $120 million over 10 years. I'm going to tell you what, man, for most people that don't know, Mississippi is is one of the poorest states in America. All right. So that's huge to bring that much money into them. 125 games aired throughout the 2022 season and is the second time that college game day has been featured for any HBCU in history. College so game day was with, there? Yes, this year. When was that? So with, um, it was like four weeks ago. Oh. So with that being said, I was probably working. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, also say this. Um, has established the HBCU Pro Day for pro teams to evaluate HBC uh, players. So they have their own pro day so that the NFL can come and watch these teams, which there's a couple of teams he actually named off after last last season that didn't want to come to um, this pro day, which sadly, my Philadelphia Eagles, they didn't send not one scout to this. So that's a... So Jeff Lurie, that's a black mark on your freaking resume there, sir. And Howie Roseman, which that doesn't surprise me from him because he doesn't know talent. Jalen Rager is one of them. But with that being said, everything that Deion Sanders has done in these past two years, I still think that Jackson State 
and the overall state of HBCUs has not changed. It has changed financially, but I think in the next two to three years, it's, it's, it's going to go right back to where it was. I because Jackson, Jackson State did not prepare for Deion Sanders to leave. You should have known what you were getting when you got it. What's well, the whole um, thing what, like if you try to lose weight, right? If you, if you try to lose it quickly, unhealthy, right? What happens when you go back to trying to, to go back to being without that, you know, that crazy whatever you're doing to lose weight? It goes back. It doesn't stay off. There is no quick fix to lose your weight unless you go have surgery. There's no quick fix. It's a slow process, which means you have to do it slow, and it takes time. He was there for three years. So, yes, you you, you know what you did? You, you shot him with an adrenaline boost. Boom! But guess what? You left, and that adrenaline boost wears off, and they're going to go back to where they were. Because... Yep, so... Do you want to go play for, you know, freaking Greg Smith? You're going to be like, who's Greg Smith? What's your resume? Yo, this dude's a Hall of Fame cornerback, considered one of the best corners to ever play the game. Why do I want to come play for you? That's why he had, because of who he was and what he had done. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was bringing him in. So it definitely created a vacuum with him leaving. And I definitely foresee him them going back just to where they were after a few years. Yes, absolutely, because did he set them up financially? Yes, but did he set them up for the long run? No. no I mean, what's their, you said their deal's at 10 years, so after 10 years. Yeah. You got to bring somebody in and out. Dion was the perfect person for that. You couldn't have brought in a, uh, a freaking Herm Edwards or nothing. You know what I mean? Somebody quiet. You needed somebody flashy, lavish, loud. Maybe even obnoxious, arrogant, whatever you, however you want to call it, right? You needed somebody like that because he never shut up and he was everywhere, but he was producing results. So it wasn't like he was just running his mouth and nothing was happening. And that's what you need there. That's what you needed because when you need coverage, when you need exposure, you got to find ways to get it. And that was, he had it, man, because... Everybody always wanted to see, you know, it was like, yo, did you hear what Dion said this week? But hey, Michael Jackson said it best. All publicity is good publicity. Yeah, I mean, he set them up for success. It is up to those that follow him to uphold, maintain, and then further progress what he has done. Um, in my personal opinion, I want my son to go to HBCU when he goes to school. I want him to, but that's for personal reasons of that are outside of sports of why I want my son to go to HBCU. I don't want him to go there for sports. It's just, just, there's bigger things that he needs to learn more about. Can he play sports while he's there? Absolutely. I would love for him to, but that's not his main focus. Um, I don't think that'll be the case there. I, I, for, for, for most of these athletes, they do not want to go there. The only way that I really see that this this is a beneficial thing is that HBCUs get NIL deals. Like they, they can they can outsource those NIL, deal, NIL deals, but I, I really don't think that that'll happen. Yeah, I think had he stayed there long enough, man, he could really turn it into something and turn it into a program. But 
I can't blame him for leaving though either. So I don't blame him at all for leaving. Opportunity, and he's gonna make that was not his three hundred thousand to five goal, million bro. dollars. That's that's a big old pay increase. Yeah, it is. It is. So absolutely, and I can't. That's what I'm saying. I cannot fault the man for that. I mean, he's gonna make more in one year than he would have made over fifteen years there. Can't fault the dude for that. So, well, yep. Vince, we're pretty much uh, we're pretty much getting to the end of the show here. Yeah, you want to go ahead and get into this giveaway? You want to do the giveaway? You want to do the uh, you want to do the, the fact of the week? You got anything? I don't have fact of the week. You're really starting to let me down here. <laughs> I have more shout outs than facts. You you I noticed you're really starting to let me down here. Don't worry, I got it. Jeez. Do I need to bring up Orlando? Orlando. Or Atlanta? Shut your mouth, boy. I got some fun facts there. That's so stupid. <laughs> Ugh, man. The cherry moonshine. Ugh. Oh, never God. again. Ugh. Hey, so I shared this one on uh, Instagram earlier today. Joe Burrow is the only quarterback to face Patrick Mahomes multiple times and be undefeated in his head-to-head matchups. Didn't he win by three in each game? Oh, now you're trying to ask me stats. I'm not Rain Man here. I can't pull that out. I think he won by three in each game. All right, so if we're going to go back to the, 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 I think it was like week 10 of last year, they won by three. And then in the conference championship, they won by three. And then last week they won by three. I don't know how many they won, but I'm also going to tell you that the Packers are now the winningest team in NFL history. They broke a 100-year record that the Bears held. And then here's one more good stat for you. Matt Stafford has led the NFL the past two years with pick sixes thrown. This year, he currently leads the NFL as well. No other player has ever led three years in a row. He's tied for first in seasons leading the NFL with pick sixes thrown. That's not a stat you want, bro. (laughs) As a quarterback, you don't want to be leading in that stat. Uh, Dan Marino, he's tied with Dan Marino for the most ever at five. Five seasons. I was correct there, good sir. Who? It is three. It is, that is, that is, that makes it even more interesting. Chill out, Rain Man. God, Lee. It it is it is so in on January second of two thousand twenty two, Bengals win thirty four to thirty one against the Chiefs. They play again on the thirtieth of January. The Chiefs win, or excuse me, the Bengals win twenty seven to twenty four. Freaking rain, man! On on December fourth of this year, the the Bengals win again twenty seven to twenty four. By three in all the three games. In all three games that he has played the Chiefs, he has won by three. As long as you win by one, you win. Hey, you know, saying. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you got any games to watch in the NFL this upcoming week? Um, I didn't. Uh, I don't really have any games to watch right now for uh, for uh, college football. I'm gonna have to uh, break out Jets and Bills. That's your game to watch? Jets and Bills. Hmm. You got to remember, the Jets beat the Bills 
previously in the season. So this should be rather interesting. Um, hot take here. Steelers beat the Ravens. Is that really a hot take, though? Lamar's gone. I said what I said. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a little. I'm going to tell you that uh, my game to watch. Bro, what's going on with the Cardinals? Four and eight. Godly. My game to watch, I'm going to say, is going to be the, the Eagles and Giants. That's one I want to see. Eagles and Giants. Probably won't watch much from that one. I'm just going to be honest with you. Who won't? It won't be much to watch from. You think, why do you say that? I think it's going to be a close Danny, game. Danny Dimes is going to be running for his life. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Barkley doesn't get that many rushing yards because we have our full defensive line that's, now, even though Robert Quinn is out. That's relevant. How many is that many? He gets under 60 yards. On 20 carries. Oh, no way. No way. If he carries the ball 20 times or more, he breaks 80 easily. <sighs> Four yards a carry. Yeah, I doubt that. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Barkley rushes for two touchdowns. That's my take. Oh hell, two touchdowns. No, I'm just telling you. No, absolutely not. I'm just saying that's my take. That's what I'm. I'm standing on it. He rushed for 18 and 63 against the Commanders last week. Hey, that's my take. Danny Dimes had more yards than Saquon Barkley last week. So it's time for him to show out. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, we're rolling to the giveaway then. So. For everybody out there, um, Vince and me are throwing a giveaway for Christmas. So yes, yeah, a Dodge Black Ram, fully paid off. It has a subwoofer in the back right. Man, you shut your mouth! I'm like, why you know all about my bit. truck, man? <laughs> shut your freaking mouth, man! Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, he, what he's saying is he's going to buy my truck from me and give it away, and I'm gonna give me a brand new one. Appreciate it. It's man. got a little dent to it. it. Got hit by a semi a couple of years back. It's good. <laughs> it ain't got no dent. He had to fix it. He had to fix it, and it didn't get. It wasn't a little dent. I couldn't drive away after he hit me. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you what. I, I didn't realize I got. I mean, it was hard to realize I got. You you would think you hit by a semi like you're gonna be in bad shape. He hit me, and I was more mad that he hit me. I wasn't hurting. I was just mad. <laughs> then he yelled at me when he got out of the truck. He tried to yell at me and blame me for it. It didn't go up because I started walking towards him yelling, and then he started apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, now this man's done trying to pawn my truck off to all y'all. Um, I want it. We Shut up. We are giving away an Amazon Amazon gift card. Got me mm -hmm. tripping over my words. We're giving an Amazon gift card away. So, hey, it's the same way as when we did the uh, the Madden and 2K giveaway. It's going to be, the, the post is going to be going up on social media the next day or so. It may even be up by the time this uh, episode drops. And uh, all you got to do is follow our social media. If you're already following it, cool. Then it's easy. Um, like the post and tag three friends. So, It'll be an easy way. It's a way for us to give back to everybody out there listening. Uh, 
and just checking us out. And again, we have a Instagram, a Twitter, a Facebook, and a Reddit. We also have Discord. So all four of the, the first that I named, all four of those social medias, you get one entry, every one of them. And then if you join our Discord, every time you refer somebody, you can refer up to three people. Or you refer up to three people, we'll give you two entries, right? So easy way to get some people in, get some people talking and stuff like that. And uh, with some free stuff. So, I mean, who doesn't like free stuff, Vince? Hey, man. Just saying. Hey, uh, it's it's a, a giveaway. This is something that we like to do. So um, you give back to our community and, and, and especially the ones in Discord that are that are you know heavily in there. Um, but this this is something we like to do to give back. Y'all listen to us, so we want to uh, show our appreciation. Yes, sir. So get on there, be watching for it, and enter. Get it. I mean takes nothing and you can get something for free so what's your uh what's your shout outs vince uh my shout out is to my wife whose birthday is next monday obviously our podcast is on tuesday so you know well um maybe yeah maybe so maybe it's a good time happy to, 21st birthday <laughs> maybe it's a good time to talk about that um i will not be on the podcast next week oh that's how you doing me Sorry, bro. I know I dropped it live on everybody else. Hey, so I got everybody. So everybody knows we didn't drop an episode last week. I was sick, um, was throwing up. So obviously we weren't dropping an episode. But next week I will be. Um, oh yeah, that's out right. Of town we did talk. Training. No, we yeah. talked about this. Yeah, I knew this. I'll be no, out of. I did know. I'll be out of town training, um, and I do not believe I'll have the connectivity to get on there and really do this. Much less the time to edit it afterwards and put everything in there. So we will not be dropping one then. Um, but we will be dropping one before Christmas. So Yeah, that's right. That, that'll that be our um, Christmas special there, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cause it is. It is our Christmas yep. special. We we may or may not have something in, in the works there for that one. I think that one will be a little bit more catered towards basketball there. So, um Oh, that's news to me. It okay, sh- I'm listening. Yeah, it should be a little bit more interesting <laughs> there because we have the Christmas games going on, and we also have Christmas Eve games. I want to say, yeah, Christmas Eve games for football. So we'll see. Well, we got Christmas be- Day games too. Yeah, we got Christmas Eve and Christmas Day games. So it, it it it'll be very interesting to see this one here. It that might actually be a little bit longer than most of ours because. I'm, I'm the basketball guy. Oh, real quick. I'm going to get, I'm have to get uh, old Shady here um, hip to that for the Christmas game. Real quick. Baker Mayfield to the Rams, go. The Rams don't make the playoffs. <laughs> I, I like I like the pickup. I like Baker Mayfield, man, even though he's – Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me let me, let me me get that out the way, too. I, I, I love Baker Mayfield. I think that Carolina is a bad situation. Yes. Obviously. But it, it, it's horrible. But the Rams don't make the fire. playoffs. <laughs> but the Rams don't make the playoffs. They literally lose this week and get eliminated. Because if the Bears are eliminated and the Rams lose another one, that means they're three and ten. That means they're eliminated as well. So tough break, guys. I'm sorry. It's it's a good feel. I think it's a good um a good way to for Baker Mayfield to display what he can do 
with a decent offensive line because that offensive line for Carolina is non-existent. So I think they may have the, the worst offensive line outside of the Texans. Possible. But, well. Uh, Broncos, too. No, no, they have the worst quarterback. Um, well, <laughs> with that, everyone, we appreciate you uh, checking us out this week. Um, hey, man, make sure you're sharing it with everybody. Let everybody know about us. And uh, we got some things coming up in the works. We're going to start trying to incorporate more segments. Stuff like that. Uh, maybe I can get Vince to stop being cheap and buy a soundboard so I can hit some soundboard buttons and put some cool little sound effects uh, and maybe like uh, mute him when he starts arguing with me or whatever, whenever that happens. You know what? I was going to give that you for a Christmas present, but now you just ruined it, so I'm not getting it for you. <laughs> I'll find one online. But, hey, we appreciate everybody checking us out. Um, yeah, and, hey, I got nothing else, Vince. So, as long as you got nothing else, I'm done. No, I'm good, Chief. All right, man. Hey, till next, uh, in two weeks, everybody. Y'all have a good one. Be safe, and we'll see you. Peace. Okay.